I woke up just really heavy hearted um, about something. And I, I just said, I asked Rusty, I said, will you let me talk today? And some of, some of our listeners may just turn it off right now because you're a, a way better communicator. No, they're probably like, <laughs> oh, yes, she's actually going to talk. Um, but I just sat like he doesn't even know, literally does not know what I'm going to be talking about. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants. And this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. We're back. <laughs> we've been we've been joking the last few weeks how we just say the same thing or I say the same thing every over time we start. And over and, and over. so I never done that before. Uh-uh. We're, back. <laughs> We're back. I mean, it feels like it's been so long, but it's been a week. It's only been a week. Yeah, but you know, I just I just love our listeners. I and lo- know. It's fun. Hey, if you haven't heard, we had big news come out. This week, don't worry, we're not pregnant. No. We're too old for that. Too old for that mess. Um, however, we do have a website. So we, do. we birthed a website. Oh, my dear Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. You know, some of y'all know that our our marriage, like marriage ministry, the whole ministry is called Three Strands Marriage Ministry. So you've seen that on different things, social media and stuff, but... Our uh, podcast is called The Redeemed Marriage, and people were telling us, and people much smarter than us, Mm -hmm. podcast-type people, said you need a website for your podcast. So we have one now. You made that happen. TheRedeemedMarriage.com. How hard is that? Perfect. I mean, pretty amazing. Can't believe it wasn't taken. mm -mm, It was ready, waiting for us. Mm -hmm. So uh, now there is a one-stop shop. You can still listen the way that you've always listened through all of the different podcast platforms, your favorite ones, um, and the way that you listen. But we now have this website that has some other resources on there. And... All of the old episodes, they're all there in one place. You can listen straight from there. You can leave a review from there. We still want, we, we actually would love for you to leave reviews and rate uh, mm-hmm. from whatever podcast platform you, you listen to, but you can also do it on the site, on our website. Uh, there's a blog there that we'll be adding to periodically uh, because somebody actually on our uh, survey was from another country, and they said that sometimes that they have trouble listening to our um, podcast, mm-hmm. and they said it was for privacy reasons. Mm-hmm. And so, again, no clue. I don't yep. understand all but of that. But they can go to the website. So, yes, so they can go to the website, but they can also, uh, they, they specifically said we would like to see more written, um, right. like for mm-hmm. blog. Mm-hmm. So there's a blog on there, and uh, it does have one um one one post one post yes from me and then we'll be adding to it as we go along also you can sign up for email list mm-hmm. um to get news and other encouraging words about marriage yes. from Rusty and Heather yeah uh so yeah there's there's other stuff and there's other features we just haven't figured it all out yet but it's up and running and i think it looks pretty cool so go check it out the redeemedmarriage.com all right here we go. 
Yeah, so today, um, this you, you got, I think we've probably said before how we decide what we're going to talk about. Um, a lot of times it's um, a series we're doing, so we know what's coming next. But then a lot of times we don't know until the week before or even sometimes day of what we're going to be um, discussing. Of course, we had that amazing survey um, that we sent out and got, I mean, hundreds of topics. Yep. I mean, literally hundreds of topics. And so we've been been looking through those. We even tossed around maybe doing like a random drawing and talk mm. about the one that we drew. And there's just so many things on there that um, that we want to discuss. And we couldn't really land on one um, today. I woke up just really heavy hearted um, about something. And I, I just said, I asked Rusty, I said, will you let me talk today? And some of, some of our listeners may just turn it off right now because you're a, a way better communicator. No, they're probably like, <laughs> oh, yes, she's actually going to talk. Um, but I just said, like, he doesn't even know, literally does not know what I'm going to be talking about. And I would love for you um, to chime in because I know um, that that you will do that brilliantly. But um, I've just been heavy hearted today. A lot of times... Um, a topic that we discuss, it's because something's come up during the week or something that day, either among us or our family, um, with our kids. Um, and God just put this on my heart today and I, I want to share it with you guys. When I, when I listen or when I look through all of the surveys and when I'm responding, um, to different people that instant message us and are asking specific, specifically for for prayer. Um, there are a lot of heavy, heavy things that are going on in the lives of our listeners. Um, you know, we, I think everybody goes through seasons to where, um, you're kind of rocking along and doing good. And then trials come up and, um, you walk through the fire and, um, and then you come out on the other side of that and bring that back. Um, but I, I just felt very weighted, um, from all of the messages and things that we have been responding to. And I, and I was reminded the importance of our relationship with the Lord. Um, I don't think that there's any marital advice that we can give that is more important than you and your spouse searching for the Lord together. Um, and that doesn't seem to be the case in a lot of these marriages that we are um, hearing about. And it wasn't for us 10 years ago. I wasn't searching the Lord. I wasn't, um, I wasn't walking daily with him or I wouldn't have fallen into the trap that I did. And so I, um, I just, I wanted to talk about just very briefly, um, how we can, um, choose to know God more. And in that, he is going to help restore and redeem um, our marriages. And this isn't just for the couple that both of you are searching. There's lots of people out there that it's like they're, they're what they wanted us to discuss was how do you make a marriage work when only one person is working, mm -hmm. when only one person is working um, on their relationship um, with the Lord and trying to make that 
as a couple and, and it's just not working. And so this is not just for that couple. This is for you individually. Um, I was reminded this morning during um, our pastor's sermon that sometimes what we desire and we think that God desires is the ultimate picture, but that he has to do work on us sometimes individually before we can get there. And so I would challenge you as you listen um, to what God's put on my heart. Don't think, oh, I hope my, my wife is listening to this. Or, oh, I hope my husband or my husband needs to listen to this. Think about you and your relationship with the Lord and your part that you play in your marriage. Just just you. Just um Put your eyes on you for a minute and think about how God is dealing with you. Um, one of the things that I've heard um, recently through um, some different sermons is that a lot of times we know who God is because I think that there's so many people out there that say they believe in God, mm-hmm. but they don't have a relationship with him. And that is very different. Um, you know, scripture even tells us that even the demons tremble. The demons believe and it, tremble. That's right. Mm-hmm. They believe and tremble. So, but they do not have a relationship with the Lord and they don't know his character and who he is. And so um, I was thinking about how there are different levels of people that know me. Um, I have probably hundreds of little children because I teach school Mm -hmm. through the years that if I'm in the grocery store and I hear Miss Bryant, I know that I've been their teacher or they know me as teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's a very common thing that I hear out in the community. And of course, every day at school, lots of Miss Bryant, Miss Bryant, Miss Bryant, Miss Bryant. They know me as teacher. Um, And then, you know, there's, there's friends and acquaintances that know me as Heather, you know, they wouldn't call me Miss Bryant, but they know me as Heather, friends and acquaintances. And, and then there's other people like I, if I was in the grocery store and I heard somebody say bacon, I would know I probably played soccer. I mean, not soccer. Sorry. I'm in the soccer world (laughs) now. I probably played basketball with that person. I probably went to high school with you and you know knew me as that because that was my maiden name. And when I played sports, you know, and so I would know that's that's who that is calling me that name. Um, there's a few people. My aunt name is Annie. I'm not real sure how that happened, but that's my aunt name. And there's only six people in the world that call me that because I have six precious nieces and nephews that... Um, that that has a little bit more of an intimate name because there's only six that call me that. And we've had experiences together. Who is the sixth oh, one? Oh, gosh. You have five. five. <laughs> Sorry. I was sitting here doing, I don't know. Hey, I'm, you're listening. I'm, 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 missing, so, <laughs> I'm missing somebody. I'm so sorry I have five. Um, Unless we don't know something. Goodness I was counting in my head and I was doing three and three, but it's three and two. Sorry. Um, remember that, Matt, the, that teacher 
comment I get, yeah. uh-huh, I can do math, I promise. Yeah. Anyway, um, so five little nieces and nephews that um, that they're not little anymore, but that call me Annie. And that's a little bit more intimate because there's just a few of them. There's only two people in the world that call me mom or mama, our two boys. And that's it, just those two. And that name is even more intimate to me because that means I've spent hours rocking you. I've cried with you. I've cheered you on. I've, you know, been there every step of the way. I have picked you up when you have fallen and scraped your knee. I've cleaned bandages. I was fixing to say that I've cleaned throw up, but we know that's not true. That's all you. Um, But I have been there through moment after moment. And that is one of the most intimate names that I can be called is mama. And then there's only one person you that gets to call me your bride. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you call me your bride, your wife, your significant other. Um, I've heard you refer to me as your better half, which is not true because you're my better half. <laughs> but <laughs> you and then all, you have all the pet names that people go by, honey, sweetie, whatever. There's there's those names that that, that is only for one person. And we have the most intimate relationship that you can have here on earth. And that's reserved for one person. And so I think about those names and they all show a different level of intimacy that I have with people. The people who call me Miss Bryant and a lot of the people that call me Heather, those aren't very intimate names, but then it comes down to very few people. And I think that a lot of people know Jesus as God. I think that a lot of people call him God. And that's a very broad name that we just said a while ago that even the demons know him by that name. So that's a very general name. But guys, when we are going through times like um, a lot of our listeners are going through or have been through or will go through, we have to know him more than that. We have to be intimate with him. We have to know him as healer. We have to know him as friend. We have to know him as all of these um, names so that we can call on those in our times of need. Um, There's an amazing book by Kay Arthur called The Names of God um, that goes through so many of these names, but one of them sticks out to me more than any other as I read through Um, the comments that we have gotten um, over the last few months. And that is that our marriages and our individual spouses, individual people are in desperate need of God's strength. Um, It's a very trying time that a lot of our listeners are going through or will go through or have been through where we need God to be our strength. You may have a spouse that is not on the same page as you. Um, that's that's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking for one um, one spouse to want to fight for their marriage and work hard and and to make um, going for redemption and restoration and for one to not. And so to know God as your strength through that is has to be something that you can lean on and rely on. Um, I. Most of you know, or if you haven't heard us talk about it before, about five years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I'm going to tell you, chemo, you were there. (laughs) It's no joke. I was there. (laughs) You were there. Um, It's no joke. It is, um, it does a number on um, your body. So I went through six chemo treatments that were hard. Um, They were four different 
um, chemos and they made me sick. They made me tired. They, you know, we've talked about that before, but they, they made my body physically tired and I was still working. I was still going and doing and trying to do everything that I, um, normally do. Well, then I went straight from those six, um, chemos into surgery and it was a very long surgery um it was I mean it wasn't to me but I know it was to you right (laughs) lots of um lots of hours um and coming out of that and just being exhausted my body was depleted from energy because of chemo I had just had major major surgery um, and I, and I just remember being so tired and I, and we stayed in the hospital that night and I will never, ever forget the next day us being able to come home and they put me in the wheelchair straight from the bed and I went all the way down into the car. And then when we got home, I remember thinking, I have to walk from this car to the couch or to the bed, you know, there was no wheelchair and And I will never forget you got out of the car and you came around and I like I have a visual from the outside of my body. I was bald. I was pale. I was skinny. I was weak. And you just put your my arm around your shoulders and you helped me into the house. And it was such a picture of what God wants to do for us right now in these horribly painful emotionally draining times that that a lot of our listeners are in God wants to be your strength he did not create your spouse to be that for you he did not create your spouse to walk along with you um in getting to know him more um to get to know him deeply, not more deeply, to get to know him deeply. And that is a relationship between you and the Lord. Now, is your spouse there and able to journey with you? That's amazing if if they are. And I pray that that will be um, the goal for everyone is that you get to journey together. I feel like our marriage is in a healthy spot to where we get to kind of carry some of that for each other and we journey um, together towards the Lord. But guys, I need, there are people out there who are listening to this that need to hear that your God is your strength and you are going to make it through this, but you have got to lean on him. You have got to search for him. You have got to learn more about him. You have got to ask him what he's trying to do in your life and in your marriage as you journey through this, because the goal is to look more like him. The goal is to be able to get to know him more. That's his desire. And sometimes we have to walk through really ugly things and he allows trials and hurts and pain in our lives so that we realize that we're in need of him. Because if we weren't in need of him, we would just be doing life on our own and 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 thinking everything's fine. But he gently reminds us that we need him. And I just want, I I don't know, it may be for one person 
out there that needed this, um, for me to say this, but I, I just feel so certain that there's somebody that needs to know they're not alone Mm -hmm. and that you may be hitting, um, rock bottom, um, in your world, your marriage may be falling apart and your, your spouse doesn't want to come alongside you. You have hurt children, There's hurt relationships. People aren't supporting you. I mean, there's so much pain that we heard in those surveys. But knowing that God is still in control, that there is hope, and that we have to um, search after him with every single thing that we have in order to make um, our marriage stronger and our relationship with our spouse stronger. You know, you could drop the mic. We literally do have a mic. You're not holding it, but you could drop the mic. Um, you know, as you were talking through that, there were so many things that were going through my mind. First of all, what an incredible word. And, you know, um, I mean, I think you just said it all beautifully, but also you are somebody that can certainly speak into that topic because of what we've been through and how we had to um, both, but specifically you had to get things right between you and God before our marriage could That's really right. heal. And, um, and, you know, I know you keep coming back to, because you just looked over some of those survey, um, topics just, just a few minutes ago, and you already had this on your heart, I know, but the reason why I think it became so clear for you to share that is because there were so many of them that kept saying, well, what do I, you know, I don't, what do I do? Cause it's just me. Right. My spouse is not willing to work or my spouse is not is so far from the Lord, or right. I'm the only one chasing after God, mm-hmm. or, you know, we just had this, um, you know, there's been infidelity and now, you know, I don't know what, you know, so there's obviously a lot of people that listen to us. The one that's listening is the one that's trying. Right. I mean, that's just sure. that's just the reality of it. Sure. They're the ones that's that's searching and seeking, and they've looked on the internet. I mean, how many of those things said yes that that's how we found you was an internet search? So mm-hmm. people are just looking. And when I think about those people out there, um, but there was a the book that you always recommend, and you can. Do you remember the name of it? I know we always mess always the name mess of it up. it up. Saving Your Marriage Alone. Yeah, Saving Your Marriage Alone. Who is, mm-hmm. do you remember the author? Some, wheat. Is it B, some, two letters and a wheat. <laughs> I think it's wheat. Yeah, okay. W-H-E-A-T. Uh-huh. Um, but Saving Your Marriage Alone. And like, I just feel like <clears throat> as I was listening to you, I felt like offering some sort of a resource because, you know, you were talking about how people know us and, mm-hmm. you know, or how people know you and different intimacy levels and like I think there's people out there that like yeah we know Rusty and Heather because they talk to me every week and Mm -hmm. they invite me into their story Mm -hmm. and there is for them there probably is a little bit of a level of intimacy but you don't you don't know us you just you just come once a week to listen to us and I mean we feel like we know some of these people because we communicate with them through social media. We've had a chance to be on Zoom calls and different things with people. And so that grows the level of intimacy. But for a lot of these people, they just are listening to it. They may be on the other side of the world. And so, like, I want to leave them with something that's um, a valuable tool. And so that's why I kept thinking about that because Mm -hmm. I'm like, these people, they think they know us, they listen to us. And so because they do know us in mm-hmm. you know, some level, 
they're going to do some things that we say. Sure. And so that's why I want to encourage them to find that book. Mm-hmm. And we can put it in the show notes sure. um, <clears throat> to make sure that people know exactly what it is. But Saving Your Marriage Alone, because a lot of you out there are struggling with that. The other thing that I kept thinking about was just um, the last couple of weeks, our pastor has been, we've been talking about prayer, and Heather mentioned that. But through those that prayer, we have also been discovering that how many times, if you're listening to this and you're trying to fight for your marriage, surely you're one that has been throwing up bombs of mm-hmm. prayers at God saying, help me, save my marriage, mm-hmm. you know, heal my husband, whatever, mm-hmm. it might, you know, save my marriage. And so many times there's, there's a bigger work yeah. going on. And I know that for, for us and what we went through, God was after you. And mm-hmm. he was after your heart. That's right. And so um, he allowed some. He allowed Satan to get a hold of your life in such a way that you had nowhere else to turn. And so I know that um, that our pastor has even mentioned the last couple of weeks or last week. There was a story in a video mm-hmm. of a of a lady that um, she was sick mm-hmm. and she kept praying for healing and she kept praying and asking for healing. She was like, why is God not listening to this? Mm -hmm. And then because of her journey through that, her son turned back to the Lord Mm -hmm. and then she was healed. It wasn't in her timing, Mm -hmm. but when she looked back, she was like, well, because I went through that, then look what happened. And in the same way, we look back at what we went through and we can go, okay, would have never chosen that, Mm -hmm. but look where we are. And than the legacy behind right. it. And so there may be some people out there that are praying and they're going, God's not listening. Mm-hmm. But it might be one of those things where you need to start looking and say, what are you trying to do through right. this? That's you right. know, what are you trying to do in me? Like, take that responsibility. That's right. Like, you started, you started this by saying, look at yourself That's first. Right. That's right. And look, we can point fingers at our spouses mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. But even yesterday in our marriage mentor training mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. went through, um, that was one of the things that that there was a communication tool, which we'll probably share sometime, mm-hmm. but it was give your spouse one thing that you want them to, I don't know if it was worded, I'll have to look back at notes, but something basically what they what they need to work on mm-hmm. maybe, but mm-hmm. before you talk to them, you have to stop and say, what's my role in this? That's like, right. what's my responsibility? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important for mm-hmm. our listeners to be going, okay, you know, God may be working in another way right here. And it could be your spouse. It could be children. It could be relationships mm-hmm. around you and maybe even a way that you don't even know that right. he's working. And it and very well could be you. you. Your Absolutely. heart, your heart mm-hmm. that he's that he's trying to get. And so I'm going to leave with this one story because there is a couple. It's funny how I, uh, I kind of led into this and wasn't even really expecting to say this, but there's probably couples that have reached out to us, you know, People feel closer to us because they know our they know our hearts they know our story, um, but then there's also the um, the ones that have reached out where we've really had deep communications with, right. and there's a couple um, that uh, that we have communicated with quite a bit, and their story is very very similar to ours. Um, but when they walk through the same journey that we did um, after the husband confessed. Um, he gave his life to the Lord. That's right. And he like like they thought, and he thought that that he was a believer and mm-hmm. was and was a 
follower of Christ, but then when that crashed down and he really saw, man, I've got to give give my whole life to Jesus. And we actually asked, or you you asked uh, mm-hmm. the wife, you know, because it's it's only been a few months. It's right. still so painful. But right. you said, you know, if it was just to get your husband to give his life to Christ, was it worth it? Would you mm-hmm. go through it? And that's a hard, hard yeah. that's hard to answer. Mm-hmm. But she said yes. Yeah. She said I would do that. And so mm-hmm. that's a part of what I'm what you're saying through all this is that as you're as you're praying and as you're working through this, you don't know where God is working That's and right. what he's doing around mm-hmm. you. And what an incredible testimony of mm-hmm. this lady's faithfulness and mm-hmm. sticking by her husband and at the same time watching him really relearn and learn for, I guess, the first time of mm-hmm. how to be a godly husband and a mm-hmm. godly father. That's and right. um, it's just an amazing, beautiful picture. And so some of you out there are like, I keep praying, I keep praying, I keep praying, and nothing's happening. I'm working hard and nothing's happening. And we're just saying, don't give up. That's right. Let Jesus be your strength. That's right. Um, because he is more than enough. More than enough. And sit back and watch the amazing stuff that he can do mm-hmm. through you. and. That's right. And through what he's wanting to do in your circumstances. So um, incredible words. So thank you for taking the lead and running with it. Um, Did you want to close in any way? No. No, sir. You wrapped it up beautifully. All right. So, um, yeah, so I hope this week that you're encouraged by this message, uh, especially from Heather and her words of encouragement. Um, please feel free to reach out to us and let us know how you can, how we can help you and how we can encourage you in your journey this week. So until next time, we will see you then.